0: Now, on the tee, it's Maddie and the Caddy. Here's Matt Barry and Michael Collins. It is
1: time for your weekly tee box dysfunction. Alongside the caddy,
2: Michael Collins.
1: I am the Maddie. This is Maddie and the Caddy, the podcast. us up on social media, at Maddie and Caddy, M-A-T-T-Y, the word and, C-A-D-D-I-E. That is both Instagram and Twitter. We've tried to have some fun with that over the past couple of weeks. There is a listener hotline. Mikey, what you got on the listener hotline?
3: 860-506-1160. Okay, Wait, now he did that with see.
1: question mark. How about he, this? He tried to do it off memory. How about this? Now he's going to try see. to be a pro about it. Ah! <laughs> right. I was
4: so Crack close. that. Ladies and gentlemen
1: of the jury, withdraw that. <laughs> that was the wrong number. Now that he's... Ready? Yeah, go ahead. I was now. so
5: close.
3: All right. I tried to do it off memory. All right. 860. Got that right. 506. Got that right.
1: Six, zero, one, two. Six, zero, one two. Hit us up. We'll hit. It. We've got another call uh, to get to today. So we thank you for those of you who have been weighing in on the listener line. Caddy uh, and I are coming off our trip at the Waste Management Phoenix Open on the seventeenth hole. So today we're gonna we've we've put together uh, the mixture of those interviews: Phil Mickelson, Jake Owen, Ricky Fowler. Richard Rollins. Richard Rollins. Michael Phelps. Greatest Olympian of all time. Cameron Champ. Cameron Champ. We had uh who who Greg Maddox? Yeah. I mean, we've got so many to get to. We had so
3: much fun. Golden Tate. And okay. First, I'm just gonna ask this. Yeah. I'm just gonna ask. Seventeenth right. T Box. Yep. Was I correct? See, you never like you I'm just
1: asking you just you never just you never give me I'm time to asking. give you the credit
3: i i'm not like what I'm i was going to do just asking.
1: what i was going to do which i'm not anymore cuz <laughs> you just completely ran through that idea i was going to sit here and say for the first time in a long time michael had a great idea what, first time in a, what what you had a good idea and e- and executed what do you mean in a long time however since you just spiked the ball <laughs> I, I don't find it necessary yeah. to even, but yes i'm not doing a touchdown dance in all serious that was his ball. That was his ball. Spike row the boat. I'm great comment I've ever I've ever heard. But yes, <laughs> and truth be told, when he came up with his evil plan to get us off the 16th because it's a madhouse and get us onto the 17th, we we pretty much had exclusivity to
3: these guys until the end for a while. And until it, what happened? People, people started it out. Yeah, and next thing you know, everybody in their cousin now has to show up on the 17th tee. I already told the dude for next year. We locking it off. That's us. We locking it off. I peed on the on the on the tee box. That's it. I marked it. Legitimately lifted his leg. Yeah, yeah, and said this and is we, ours. The best part about one of the interviews was another place was trying to get this person. Yeah, and they tried to they tried to usurp. How about that word? Me wow, you got your game today. as I know as. I was going to say what's up. Now, they don't know the dude or don't have a relationship with him, so they was just coming over there to stand. Yep. But your boy got in the right spot Yep. and saw my friend and said,
5: yo, hey. and then
3: it was, hey, and that person then came over, sat down, spent a bunch of time with us, and the best was watching the other people have to stand there and give me the stink eye for the, the whole, whole time. Th- and I... Balled them right back up, boy. It was – yeah, because
1: word got out. Like, hey, you can get – I didn't know 17 was an option. And (laughs) Caddy and I, we've posted some of the pictures on our Instagram, at Maddie and Caddy. We basically – it was our own show. We had our own shop uh, with the help of SiriusXM, thanks to them as well, and Taylor Zarzer, friend of the program. Absolutely. So we were able to do all of this stuff, and so we can't wait to share these interviews with you because basically the theme of today's podcast and the theme of the podcast was – what is 16 like? And what is the Waste Management Phoenix Open like? And I'm so glad that we got to talk to Ricky Fowler
3: about it on Tuesday. Yeah. Because, coming off of what happened On Wednesday, Wednesday. Wednesday. Coming off of what happened at Tory Pine. Now, here's the funny thing what people don't know. Because Torrey Pines, San Diego, that's very close to home where he grew up. Yes. So his family always goes out there. And he's an ambassador for farmers. And he's just, just all around. He's a good dude. Good dude, and so he has always wanted to have his family there watching him when he plays the weekend and gets into contention. And in San Diego, it never happens. He rarely makes the cut there because he puts so much pressure on himself, and he's got so much other stuff going on. Correct. So of course, his—I saw his grandmother and grandfather on Saturday on the first hole. I was like, hey. I am so happy you guys are getting to hang around for the weekend. And his grandfather was like, I know, right? It's nice. We can see you on Saturday and Sunday. So knowing that his family came over to I think 20, 30 plus. Yeah. It was a large group. It was a whole crew. So people don't understand. This is not like junior high or high school basketball when your friends and family come out to watch you play. When you start thinking about stuff, and you can't block that out as much as you try. Right. So when you start thinking about stuff, like you look over to the crowd and you see your family, then it's like now you start fighting emotions. And it's hard to stay. As as athletes, the elite athletes always say, I'm just trying to stay in the moment.
1: Well, they, And he had to based on what happened to him. Oh, was, at
3: 11. At the 11th
1: hole where that thing – Went off the rails quick, and then Brendan Grace is sitting there ready to pounce.
3: Of course. And actually, had he had an opportunity as well. He did. Made some big mistakes too, but we can back up even further if we're going to go into the tournament. And that is, how kudos to the PGA Tour. Why? For giving a two-stroke penalty because of the stupid rule. What The rule's not stupid. Okay. The, the way that the rule... You gotta was,
1: share with the people what
3: the rule is. So, now, in January 1st, 2019, a caddy is no longer allowed to line a player up. Which is, we had this with Hao Tongli in China. Ago. In China. But, here's where the European Tour let themselves get bullied, and the PGA Tour was like, yeah, you can kiss my behind, because of the backlash. The backlash came, and the European Tour backed down... And kept the penalty in place. Didn't do anything about it. The PGA Tour, when the backlash came, was like, you know what? Y'all are right. This is stupid. And it's obvious what was happening here. Same with Haltong Lee. It was obvious. You you can't, as a caddy, you cannot line a player up on a practice stroke. Right. It's not. It's not possible. Yeah, because they're
1: looking a different way. They're thinking about differences. So, now take us to Waste Manager. So, Danny
3: McCarthy gets ready to – uh has to take a drop, hits it in a hazard, has to take a drop. He's standing there taking practice swings next to the ball. His caddy is standing behind him, mm-hmm. as caddies always do, and they're talking about the shot. You know, is there any kind of overhanging trees? Right. Where do you want to land this, blah, 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 this and that. that You discuss the shot as your guy's sitting there because he's swinging. Okay, do I want to hit a draw he's or a fade, blah, blah, blah. He's – yeah, not thinking about the line of where he's aimed. Right. All you're doing is talking about it. The other thing that was a dead giveaway was the caddy's shadow. If the caddy stands there, when he walks out of the way, his shadow is going to cross right in front of the swing path, so it would be stupid to be there. So he walks away. Afterward, they discuss the shot. Caddy walks away. The player then backs up, stands behind the ball, facing forward, lining the ball and the thing up by himself, steps back in, hits the shot. They Tor has to come over and say, uh, hmm, penalty, can't do that. Two strokes. What? Backlash hits the fan. Huge, but all the tour players coming out cuz so many tour players were so confused on right. the execution of this rule. Two stroke penalty. Okay, cool. Now the backlash hits the next day and a half, Tour comes back and says, "You know what? We're rescinding the two stroke penalty." Which is great. I've never heard the Tour do something like that. The, the tour gives him back the two-stroke penalty. Thank goodness he made the cut. It didn't cost him the cut. Right. But they come out and tell him, hey, man, you're getting your two strokes back. You're good to go. Have at it. Sorry about that. But what did I say last week?
1: I said there's going to be times where they're going to need to figure out the execution of the new rules. So this is dead they just on. Need, they need this to change gonna, the wording, period. Yeah, And this is dead on of what they should do. If they look at it and they and they discuss there's backlash, like what what is the backlash legitimate? Well – yeah, it kind of is. Let's go back and correct our mistakes so then these rules can be valid and executed and implemented in a proper manner,
3: which they did here. Correct. So I'm fine with it. The problem is on the other side of the pond, on the European tour, the European tour came out and said, hey, it's not our fault. This is the RNA's fault. This is what they, they made us do. They this. did. They made us do this. Yeah. The RNA then doubled down, came out and said, yeah, that's well. They put the execution of the thing. Where the tour came out was like, you know what? We ain't following this until you get it right. Yeah, yeah, it's the birthplace of golf over there. Let them have it. No, it's not. I don't. I'm not letting them have that. Let them have it. Quit being such. You're the guy that. You know what? Grow the game. Get it right. Just get it right. They did here. He, the PGA Tour let, let them, common sense rule. Right, but quit picking on the RNA. Let them have another opportunity
1: at this down the road and
3: no, see if they get it right. No, get it right now. You cost Tong Lee third place, and the dude last week finished in second. Mm. That could be very costly in that race to Dubai. It could be extremely costly. Hey, how about Sergio? And a European Tour, again, I messing it. up. I love
1: Sergio just, just damaging stuff over there. And like a rock star. in a
3: bunker up and whatnot. This rock star is behind play. the music.
1: Yeah, what's going on with
3: And Virginia? no, he's not getting suspended.
1: Dude hasn't been the same since he won the Masters. He legitimately has not. Look at him since he won the green jacket yeah. two years ago. He fired his
3: caddy. Now I mean, his it his hadn't been good. He got
1: the major and it's gone wheels off.
3: Yeah, and it's like, man, you got, you got married. You got the kid now. There's all kinds you of stuff. You got a that. daughter. Like, your kid is going to – and I mean, it's – it's wild enough that you know all that stuff about because of where they were in Saudi Arabia and like not necessarily the best look for the, the European tour and for the U.S. guys that went over there and played and took the money. I'm not hating on you for taking the money, but I just know don't look good. You- don't but
1: don't you love though that they're at least because this is this conversation you and I are having is very inside golf. So for those who aren't very hardcore golf, this is very inside golf for them listening to the podcast. True. But big picture, I love that Sergio's being talked about for destroying greens and bunkers. I <laughs> love I, I love that. I love that Ricky Fowler's mess up on eleven. Almost cost him also the almost cost him the tournament, but that Ricky persevered and won yep. because a lot of people are talking about golf. Moreover, I love that the waste management open is now and it still is. One of the most talked about tournaments in the sport because it is so crazy. It is so raucous. The Saturday Morning Breakfast Club. Oh. You have the par 316th. You got the reachable par. It, just to be there and be a part of that party for the podcast yeah. and see it and have a winner like Ricky come out and win it.
3: I thought it was a perfect ending to a perfect week in the sport overall. So on my flight out, uh, I met comedian Mike Epps. was mm. on a flight with me. And asked, hey, man, was you at the Super Bowl? And I was like, nah, I was out at Waste Management for a couple days. And he was like, he goes, man, you made the right call on that one. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So I was like, for the tournament that prides itself on it loves being the tournament the week of the Super Bowl. Man, that thing made out like gangbusters. Although I will say the weather on Sunday was. Not good. Not. And
1: as, as a Scottsdaleian, I take pride in the weather out there. Not that Sunday you did. No, I didn't. Yeah.
3: I mean, it. Anytime you see caddies wearing pants and rain jackets. Yep. not In Arizona. And, and, correct. You can wear them on at, the European tour.
1: At Pebble or Torrey. We expect that. Not yeah. in the desert.
3: Yeah. But I, you know. I'm I, nervous about Pebble this week because last week, last year. Pebble was so spectacular, like all the poppies were in bloom. Yep. So this week, Mother Nature may yeah, she owes come you at one. us a little bit. She owes you one. I She's know, like, I'm hey, quit,
1: quit bragging about what I've done for you yeah. lately. It's I let y'all deep. have it once. She uh, she can be finicky. Let me show you my other side. Yeah, you want to see this? Oh, you didn't <laughs> you didn't do the grocery store run I told you to on the way home? Watch this. <laughs> you didn't pick this up? Okay. Okay. Fine. Forgot to pick up my half and half. Okay. Okay, fine. Right. I'll show you videos of Rafa cabrera Bayo okay. putting on 18. Let me, show you what let
3: me show you what I'm like without my coffee.
1: I mean, it's <laughs> – but I, I love early on in the season – I've said this before. and I want to reiterate it now just because of the Ricky Fowler situation. I love it when a big name like that gets one on the board early because typically – we saw that with Adam Scott a couple of years ago and didn't really pay it off. But typically when you get a star that wins early – it can catapult them to some momentum at the right place at the right time. I've already seen it with Justin Rose. See how he gets it going. Got big tournaments coming up prior to Augusta. But to get Ricky on the card, because I think Ricky still is the most snake-bitten player in golf in that the star power is there. He's won the players. He had that year in the majors. Where he he's won top the five players the
3: week after the article came yes. out. saying said that overrated. other tour players called him the most overrated That's what guy I'm on saying. tour. So
1: to get him one, it's like, yeah. all right, I'm here for this.
3: I'm gonna play and I'm gonna win a lot this year. I'm so nervous for him because he's he's the guy who everyone would say is overdue for winning a major because he's had such good runs yeah, he's in majors. The new Sergio and and last year, well, he doesn't. He, no he i would never call him that
1: one the best player to, without a major oh okay that's what he yeah oh yeah 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 no 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 just just in, in title only yeah no. okay and let's hope if he does Rude. and when he does when he does nah, do no no oh trust
3: it. me here's the thing this is the difference where ricky ricky's family that that's not going to fly that ain't going to fly that kind of behavior not going to fly even a little bit it would not surprise if ricky did something like that i would not be surprised if his mom and dad came out onto the golf course oh, with the belt that. off. I would love that. And just put it on him in front of everybody, right? And this dude is engaged, about to get married. I love that. But the, you know what? If I acted like that, my mom would walk onto the golf course with a pizza paddle. With what's, what oh, she is used that, to spanking. And like. that was your guys' a, method it was of a, She still has the pizza, the pizza paddle. paddle. Yeah, that little pizza thing to get the, man, it was his Oh, wooden, I'm aware. Bruh, that used to wear. We had, we had the wooden spoon. Yeah, see, I don't, my mom, that was not. That it, thing was light. Yeah, see, and that's the thing. My mom is small. So yeah. she wouldn't, she couldn't, I don't think, generate the power. With the wooden spoon? Nah, so yeah, the pizza the hit paddle it just was. was right, man. the pizza paddle She went for it, huh? Yeah. At, well, sometimes I didn't even need it. She would just hold it and then tell me, go in my room and pull my pants down. Yeah, you knew it was coming. So you stand there with your pants around your ankles and your underwear on. Like, and, <laughs> and, and you know what, the, the worst thing looking back now at,
1: at, at, at those moments? The worst thing to do was try to flinch and avoid what was about to happen. If you relaxed your – you Don't put your hands back there that either. Don't if, block it. If you didn't tiger activate your glutes, <laughs> you were fine, man. You just, you were fine. Right. But if you tried to activate the glutes, it would hurt worse. Yeah,
3: nah. Breathe. Breathe and just absorb the hit. whens the happened?
1: When's the last time a pro athlete's parent, like, came out and twisted their ear off their respective court field or –
3: I wish that would happen more. I don't know if that – I don't know twisting the ear thing, but I do remember on the European tour, one guy's mom went into a lake to go get his putter. <laughs> he was so bad he threw his putter in there, and she waded into the lake, and there's video of her. That was last year. Really? Yeah, wading in there. Went into a lake. Now on the LPGA tour, you'll see parents wearing their kids out. On the driving range. Oh yeah, or in the parking yeah. lot, and that's kind of embarrassing. I just want to see it happen to a guy. Let's do. Let's create a
1: show for Maddie and Caddy Productions and come up with something like that. That would be hilarious, right? Like a best in show for like sports parents. Oh my
3: god! I a Friday night. Tykes. No one's ever done that story on the overbearing parents on the LPGA tour. No one will touch it. No, no one will touch. I mean, that well, now story. that you've put it out in the universe, I think we could. At least maybe, but I w- I'm going to say, nah, no one's going to do it, even though it it's a story that really needs to be told because yeah. it is a serious problem. It is a serious, serious problem. I mean, I don't look,
1: I don't have any kids, so I don't know. Ashley and I don't know what it's like to. I think that I'd go to a game, though, and just be like, all right, whatever. Kid struck out. You suck. Do better next time. Because <laughs> I'm not – Well, wi- you don't go to say that. Here's. The, I'm I'll not wired what, to be like you were going to be a pro athlete. I'm a realist in that. I know the percentages of pro athletes, and I know coming from my gene pool, I'm an athletic guy, but I'm not a pro athlete. Right.
3: And my wife, good God. So, I mean – I got a friend of mine who was a Hall of Famer who we laughed about a story that he told being at his son's game – and other parents looking at him like, man, how come you're up here? Why aren't you going to go down there? And a parent going up to him going, why are you up here? How come you're not down there coaching and what? He goes, cause I want to be a parent because I just want to enjoy. Right. And he doesn't get real loud or real anything like that. But now he did tell me a story when he was had to make a phone call to one of the coaches and be like, look here, bro. here's what's about to go down. So that, I mean, that kind of stuff happens, but as a parent, I'm a fan of sports yep. so I love watching the kids play and I'm not one of those unless the ref does something blatant but I'm but the even guy, then these people. are the volunteers. Part, I yell at the ref if they get it wrong even if it goes against the if it goes against our team if they get it wrong for either team I'm gonna be like come on man you can do better but these are volunteers
1: and maybe they're making like 25 I don't care I do When you put that shirt on You take responsibility And they are So they no, they're a, not. They make a mistake Oh you think they're out there for just fun? You think Part of it yeah but You
3: think that those refs don't have delusions of grandeur of making it to the show? Some Well then you gotta start somewhere So get it right here they are, They're trying to get it right you okay. like they're not They're just blatantly
1: making calls they're trying parents. to help you then Maddie and Caddy Productions. We're going to come up with something. I like because this is too good of an idea. Oh. Because the, the all most, of it. The the two to me, the two most famous, three most famous sports parents of all time. Number one, Earl Woods. Number one. Okay. Because of how he manufactured Tiger and he was so present in Tiger's upbringing and making him who he is. Number two, this is a little off the wall, but for those listening to the podcast that listen to know every other sport, Todd Marinovich's dad.
3: Number two. Really, Todd Marinovich is oh dude. I'm not putting him two. Who's your number three? Serena's dad. See, I would put Serena's dad number two, if not number one. Because Tiger Wood, Earl Woods, he only got one. <laughs> yeah, Serena's dad got two. Two world number one. Like come and on, Richard.
1: Man. Yeah, Richard Williams. yeah. Dude, look up Morenovich's dad. Look that up. I think nah. Hey, he was so bad. I think Morenovich like defaulted to drugs, and DUIs. But that's why you're not going to put him in one of the top parents. Yeah, because he, in terms of, like, overbearing sports parents, he could be number one. Yeah. Oh, wait, no. Tiger and, the, and Serena and Venus are the greatest of all time. Yeah, that's
3: what I'm saying. Like, so I wouldn't put their parents in a oh, bad you, category. Oh, you, you were talking, like,
1: I'm, successes? Yes. Look, say what you want about Earl, and he was very good for Tiger, but there were some very – there were some – Issues with Earl with what he did with Tiger that caused problems later on in life. Okay. Overbearing parents, even though their kids turn out to be successes, doesn't mean their method
3: was always the right method. Okay. They're just lucky that... So then if that's the case, then then the most successful parent then would be Serena oh. and Venus. Oh, I'm Wings. not talking success. Oh, okay. I'm talking notable... You're talking about disaster. Because for- <laughs> I was going to say... No, not- no, no, Well, if we're going I- disaster, give me Dang. Capriati. Oh, that's a good one. You see...
0: Oh,
5: yeah. <laughs> See? So we could do Your this. The daughter for ends hours. up in a hotel room. <laughs> with stop,
1: stop, Disney, Disney. We could do Sorry. this for hours. All um, right. Let's talk about my let's... friends at Peter Millar. Comfort, fit, quality, and style are setting the standard in menswear. Recently, I've been receiving all of my style tips from the clothing experts at Peter Millar. If you're a golfer like me, you know the name. If you don't, you should, because Peter Millar is all about the quality value, and style. It is the most comfortable clothing I've ever worn. And right now, I'm wearing their five-pocket pants. Michael, do you like them?
3: Yeah, of course. They look good, right? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Because what I love about these Peter Millar pants is they offer so much comfort and style no matter what I am doing. They're lightweight, highly breathable, made from the highest quality Pima cotton, and have comfort stretch for the ease of movement. And I never have to worry about what to wear on any occasion. Peter Millar, I can go from work to the golf course to the bar. Or to dinner. And maybe even work out. Alright, so the five pocket pants I'm wearing are the most comfortable pants I've ever worn. I can say that about everything I have ever worn from Peter Millar. Right now, you can head over to petermillar.com slash Maddie to check out some of my Peter Millar favorites. Be sure to use my link and you'll receive complimentary shipping and a free hat. That's Peter Millar, M-I-L-L-A-R dot com slash Maddie, petermillar.com slash Maddie. Coming up next, the best of our time on the 17th tee box at the Waste Management Phoenix Open. Welcome back to Maddie and the Caddy. Uh, We we descended upon because of the Caddy's brilliance on the 17th tee box at Waste Management Phoenix Open. So we got time with these guys after they played the 16th. And so some of these are going to be in order. Some of these are going to be in out of order. But. Because Phil was first off at the Pro-Am on Wednesday, he got to us in like an hour and, what, 15, 20 minutes? No, about an hour, a little over an hour and a half.
3: Here's the thing. I don't know that Phil has ever done a podcast before. Yeah. So the fact that here's where he's smart. He loves going out first, just like Tiger. The reason is because you get nine holes in really fast. Yep. The thing with this Pro-Am was – The pros only had to play nine holes. Genius, because it was four amateurs. So Phil played the back nine. So he gets to us on seventeen T, and he's flying. There's no one in front of him. He's going to be done by eleven, which is awesome. He didn't have to. He honestly didn't have to spend any time with us at all. But he
1: did. Yeah. And despite the Michael Collins filibuster. (laughs) We're oh, hating on
3: my great we setup. Had,
1: <laughs> we had some great time enjoying our first conversation. Phil Mickelson and Jake Owen.
3: How you hitting it, Mr. Uh, Jake Owen?
6: I'm actually hitting it terrible.
1: <laughs> Jake, what, what happened over there? Um,
7: well, they asked me to put on a Titans jersey right before I hit that shot. Oh, Really, really confined my beautiful yeah. golf swing.
1: Hey, really, it really makes you itchy. Hey, now, now for those Jake Owen who don't know, what's the 16th like?
6: Well, 16th is a is already a good hole anyways, yeah, yeah. but when you
8: put, you know, thousands of people around it and then you pair yourself with Phil Mickelson, who's telling you that you cannot
6: hit it closer than him, uh, Out of it makes it a lot harder.
8: <laughs>
3: the best is people, the intro. Phil's intro, I am i can't lie. I'm so impressed by the intro music of yours. Throw this on, man, because I got to brag for you just a little bit. Here goes our man Lefty. What's ha- so Eminem, lose yourself. The first time that I heard you play that coming out on sixteen, I was like, I don't believe you. Your street cred's through the roof.
7: I, I I actually really enjoy his music. I listen to him quite a bit.
3: And this is where I know it's true. You know why we know it's true? It's because you coming out of the trainer, out of the training trailer, it was playing. And you didn't even see me. I saw you mouthing the words, and I was like, this dude knows the lyrics, too. He's not lying. He's Eminem for real.
7: What's this 16th hole like for you? Awesome. Awesome. Because we don't have anything like this in sport in, in golf. We have it in other sports, and we have that same amphitheater, arena-type type feel that you have at an NBA game here in golf, which we don't ever get. And so it's such a unique environment that we really embrace it. From a
1: a Sun Devil to a Sun Devil, love it when you come back here. What's it like being the Arizona State guy coming back here every year to this tournament? It's
7: the best to be from here, to be a Sun Devil, to be and have the support of the hometown crowd here means a lot because it can also be difficult, right? So if you're not on their side it can be a challenge but it's i've always benefited from their their support it's it's meant a lot to me walk us through jake owens game
1: (laughs) (laughs) no he's got game
7: he's got Uh, a lot of game he's a scratch player he can he can move it out there he hits it a long ways and there's no substitute for speed in this game and he's got a lot of speed he's got a great touch around the greens good solid player yeah, thanks for, the, thanks for the... Jay, what do you think of that? Uh, actually, <laughs> I'm done.
8: I'm done here. I appreciate
3: that. See, Thank you, you Phil. You say that after you gave him all that going on at 16 T-Box because he said it was your fault he was so nervous. Yeah,
7: yeah. so, well, he, he, was, uh, he was talking a little smack as we were walking over to the T-Box. I like to do that. <laughs> and like he to wanted to uh, have a challenge. You know, Tiger and I had some challenges a little bit. in our like match. A and, and, and Jake wanted to have a challenge on 16, so... I uh, we had close to the pin contest and uh, I say contest it wasn't really a contest. <laughs>
6: <laughs> well, long story short, Phil won. So go go I'm going to go knock it on this game with my driver. All right, I'm going
3: to let Jacob Phil call your eight. shot when you get up there, man. That. We'll see you in a little while. <laughs> yeah, so that that too, you are having so much fun right now playing golf, man. Where where is this all coming from? Number one. Thank you for getting on social media. Oh, you're you're yeah. killing it. I'm jealous. Thank you're the what, gift
1: that keeps on giving. I'm telling you. <laughs> what made
3: you decide to just start doing that?
7: I like to. Uh, I like to have fun in everything I do, right? Yeah, so, man. Yeah, and social media has been a great way for me to have fun and make fun of myself, or make jokes, or just just uh, or or help and engage and in. in, in uh, Connect with people, and yeah. actually, I, I didn't realize fully the benefits of it. I saw some negatives when guys get in trouble and they say or do the wrong thing, and yeah. so I've tried to protect myself by having a buffer, meaning I have to send everything that I do to somebody first, have it oh, checked that's before smart. it goes. Yeah, smart, man. so it takes a little while. It's not as uh, as easy. And that's probably why I haven't uh, gotten in too much trouble yet. I have people, you know, double checking because I've been known to make a mistake here or there.
1: <laughs> no, but that, you join should, the club, brother. We you should all... approach social media like you approach the tea box.
7: Just go for it. No, yeah, don't listen. Yeah, to yeah. It. yeah but don't. Listen. But not yeah. the way I hit the tea shot, yeah. which is all over the place, <laughs> <laughs>
3: brother. I know you got to go catch up with your group. But hey, thank all right. You. Thanks go for, my, thanks for having me on, man. man. It's good go seeing Devils you. Appreciate Love what you do. We'll have you jump on, and we'll do a whole podcast. We'll be your first podcast.
7: That would be nice.
3: That was Phil. There's
1: now a new thing called Maddie and Caddy Karma because prior to the tournament, Ricky Fowler and his pro or at his amateur
3: Richard Rollins
1: spent some time with us.
3: Uh when it comes to cars and now <laughs> PXG, Richard Rollins, Gas Monkey I never knew you were into golf.
0: Oh, you know what? Uh, I've, I've been a member of the same country club for 19 years, so uh, I still suck at it, though. <laughs> <laughs> Doing the club. Describe the 16th. Uh, well, I shanked the shot right into the cactus, <laughs> and uh, that was pretty embarrassing, but uh, we ended up uh, birdie in the hole, so I'm happy with that. But
1: walking through there, what were your nerves I like? Was it
8: believable.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's like walking into a rock concert, and you're the rock star. Admittedly, how nervous were you? I was a little bit uh, nervous, for sure, you know. We uh, we build cars, and motorcycles. We don't play with uh, golf sticks, <laughs> but we're launching a little gas monkey golf wear now. You see that? I saw that. Snapping
1: tees and filling holes. <laughs>
3: <laughs> this is why I love you. This is why
1: we're shaking gonna get into it. cactus could be your new line. <laughs> and you're playing <laughs> with
3: Ricky Fowler too. And he's amazing, right? Amazing. Hold on. He's now he's a he's a car dude like crazy. So Ricky's teeing off now. Got a three wood in his hand. This True. is a reachable par four. A little bit downwind.
0: Golly, that's Dad, nice. That's flush.
3: Isn't it just – see, I get so mad watching and, them dudes they make be it, able to swing so like that. It,
0: it is. If I could hit like that, I'd be like the, the super cool dude at my Rick, club.
3: Hey, hold on. I want to hear him describe your swing. Yeah. <laughs> I got to hear this. <laughs> Let him come over and put me down. Yeah. So, Ricky Fowler, who now – you, Ricky, had to be crazy excited because I know
9: what a car guy you are. So, what's it like now getting to play with the car man? It's been pretty fun. I mean, we're gonna work on his golf game. He hasn't he hasn't spent much time on the course. We got we got a blank slate here. I feel like he's got good hands. Okay. Great touch around the green. So there, we got potential. But obviously, he knows what he's doing in the garage. Um, we both share a, a passion for Supercross. He's got a Supercross team that he sponsors, and so yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's good stuff. So, only thing that he needs to work on is his golf game. Well, he he doesn't have much time for that right now. He's kind of he's, course. He's kinda busy. You got a lot of stuff going on. You
3: got a little alcoholic beverage too. Yeah, we got a, a Gas Monkey energy drink. We got
0: Gas Monkey tequila. Uh, you know, we're launching Gas Monkey golf this weekend, so you know, we'll see what happens. We're getting to play with this guy right here, and and being that he's a car guy, we were pretty happy. We we
9: got an early uh, an early pick last night, so I was like,
1: hell, you're yeah. in, Ricky. <laughs> what's this tournament like?
9: Describe this tournament. Crazy. Yeah. Uh, this is my eleventh. I mean the. The, uh, the Thunderbirds, they gave me a spot here when I was a, an amateur at Oklahoma State yep. playing college golf. And, uh, yeah, they've, they've been great friends. And, you know, to see what they do in the local community here, how much money they raise and, and how big of an impact they have. So between them, you know, waste management, their partnership here, you know, them extending their title sponsorship to yep. 2030. Um, it's it's crazy here uh, Look, the week of the tournament.
1: Still, Stillwater is a good college town, but when you when you come to this town, you you see how the Arizona State folks do it. I mean, this this is but this is
9: everyone comes here. It's not yeah. just Arizona State. I mean, people from the U of A come up. Yep. I mean, everyone from around Arizona kind of migrates and makes Scottsdale home for the week. Yeah, uh, people come here; they make this the trip of their year for to come see a golf tournament. Uh, when you have. 200-plus thousand people on Friday. Same thing on Saturday. Um, that's not just the local community yeah. coming together. We have a lot of imports here this week. Yeah. What's the coolest
3: thing about walking through that tunnel from 15 to 16 T-Box, and what's the most terrifying
9: thing for the pro? Well, luckily I've, I've been through there. A a few times now, so it's it's a lot more comfortable. You Uh, still get butterflies though when you go there. Oh yeah, yeah. Heart rate just doesn't get as high now. (laughs) Uh, It it used to it used to be pumping pretty good. Um, now biggest thing. I mean, coming through there, it's embrace the environment. I mean, I I like hearing the crowd loud. Yeah. Um, You know, then it's constant noise. Uh, If you try and you know quiet them down, then you're hearing. All the people in the background, drinks being made, <laughs> bottles crashing. <laughs> There's a lot of excess noise. Yep. So if they just get loud, then it's just constant. Walk-up song.
1: You got a walk-up song for your walk-up music that you could request for them?
9: I don't know. I'd probably go somewhere. I got to probably go uh, somewhere with Kid Rock. I don't know. Word. Ball He'd with the a ball something, something. Yeah, yeah. Cowboy.
1: Kinda, and a cowboy song. Is yeah. kinda, that, fit, that fit for
3: you. Yeah. That's pretty fun. What's the most fun thing that you've seen so far? Look, as your boy Richard Rollins tees up now on this 17th hole, what's the best part of his golf game?
9: Uh, like I mentioned earlier, kind of, I think that his touch uh, around the greens hit some good chip shots, good speed with the putter. We just got to work on uh, some At, of the lines. We
3: just saw him kind of not hit a great <laughs> tee shot.
9: So, yeah, he's got to have
3: good hands around the greens. That's the yeah. key. Rick, go clean him up, he's man. got potential. Yeah. We appreciate,
1: We know you got to get going. Thank we appreciate you stopping as by.
3: Usual. Yes, sir. We'll yeah, you guys have fun this week. Have fun. So we go
1: from the champion of the tournament, Ricky Fowler, to the greatest Olympian of all time, Michael Phelps.
3: Who's one of my favorite guys in the whole world, but I do got to say this. Last year, two years ago, standing on the 16th tee, waiting as guys came through, me and our writer for the Arizona Cardinals, Josh Weinfuss, are standing there, and we hear some guy yelling from up in one of the skyboxes. You suck! You're one of the worst writers out! You're not even a great caddy! You suck! And Josh is like, hey man, someone's yelling, I think they're yelling at you. And I was like, yeah, no, why would somebody be yelling something like that? And I turn around and who is it? Michael Phelps. The only thing that matters is did you or did you not hit the green? Come on, on man, that's that's
6: a dumb question. Of course (laughs) I hit the green. (laughs) It's it's Uh, so easy, right, Michael Phelps? uh, I mean, I mean, I, I... honestly the first two years were a struggle um last year hit the green i I felt confident this year i was i was more calm than i was before um so i think that 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 obviously helps and and finally getting used to the spotlight but well yeah (laughs) when i'm close when i'm close um no but honestly like like the first two years i was just trying to get it over with as fast as i could so it's really just slowing it down yeah you know i mean just letting the club do everything and and i feel like last year was a, a a great experience for me to have to hit the green for the first time and then to be able to come back here and and play a little bit more than I have over the last year. um, You know, just, I mean, it's a nine iron, a little, little easy nine iron, caught a little heavy, but... I hit the green. I didn't get any booze, so it's fine. It's
1: good. So when Michael Phelps is walking through that tunnel to the 16th, what's going
6: through? Uh, Well, at this point, I tried. Like this time, I tried to just go back to what I did when I when I came out of the ready room. You know, just kind of focus on what I'm trying to do. Yeah. And and just make sure I get that one point done. That that one part done because it's, you know, with with this much energy and this much craziness. You can kind of get amped up, and you want to swing as hard as you can. So I just just tried to, like, really calm myself down. The music selection was something that I was really happy I chose. What was it? Yes. Uh, Weedon Boys. Ah,
5: yes. So I
6: I, I had to go just to... A little a nice, little hip hop to get me in the mode and and uh, swing is me down. about rhythm. Yeah, yeah. So
3: okay, now compare this time walking through the tunnel to that first time that you walked through the tunnel. And we're gonna play this. Bro, I
6: could barely, honestly, my my arms were shaking. I, I could barely. I felt like I could barely breathe. Like it, it's crazy. Like I, I was telling Carlos uh, Sukic, I was saying, I was like, dude, I was like, wait till you play sixteen, and he's like, what do you mean? I was like, it's probably <laughs> the most nerve wracking thing I've ever done in my life. But no worries, I'm sure you'll do great. But still be be fine, though. Former former big chief playing sixteen for the first time in this environment. He's like, "Oh my god, you got to be kidding me!"
1: You've you've been on the biggest stage in Olympic sports, and and but you can control that because you're the best in the world at it. Is that what makes this so nerve wracking? I mean,
6: I think it's just something that's, it's, obviously you never see this in golf, right? Yeah, so it's, right. these guys don't really know how to prepare for it or, or what to try to do to calm them down. So it's, it's almost like, I mean, that's, I think everybody probably has their own little small thing that can put them in their happy place or whatever, you know? Like, right. You're like, go back to Happy Gilmore. He goes to his happy place, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Like, yeah. if you can go to your happy place, these guys know what they're doing, right? So it's not that hard to hit a 150, 170 yard shot, whatever they have. It's just I think it's just it's calming the nerves and and however you can do that I think that's what you have to do and and especially in this environment. But those guys that do this for a living they freak out on this hole, too
3: which makes I mean, me
6: and should make you feel a little better too though. Oh, of course. I mean, those guys those guys are used to complete silence. And they yeah. have you know, it feels like we're in the club over there. You know, got a couple of music, a couple <laughs> yeah. tunes going, everyone's having a few drinks around. Um, but it's, it's, it's just something that's so special and it's something that's, uh, that my wife and I love that it's in our backyard. Just, just to be able to experience this every year.
1: Yeah, you live out here now. You do a lot of work sometimes with Arizona State with their swimming. To be able to come out here, kind of a home tournament for you now, just what this tournament means for the area and you to be a part of
6: it. I mean, for me, like, I, I've been so welcomed by the community here. And yeah. I, mean, I think that's something that, that really is, has made Nicole and I love this environment or this, this city even more. Uh, everyone's so nice everyone's so friendly um, it, it, it's just a great thing and honestly the community makes this tournament now, th- these yes. guys are the you know the half a million people 750,000 people that are coming <laughs> out here through the week right those are the guys that, that are making all the magic so it's it's truly it's truly amazing to them it's amazing to see what the Thunderbirds do not only on the course but off the course as well um, it, it's just a very fun event. How many tournaments should be
1: like this one in a golf season?
6: I mean, it's, uh, don't ask me that one. <laughs> I, have no idea. I, I get to play this once a year and there's never, never a time where I ever get to experience this. Is there anything that you
3: miss? Like, when you go through this and play this hole, is there anything that that stirs up
6: memory-wise to go, oh, of course. man, I kind of miss... I mean, but, but it's it, it's it's hard because that's something that you've had for 25 years. You know, I've spent most of my life in the pool, in the competition phase, and, and you know, when it's gone, it's it's crazy. There's a huge part of your life that's missing. So, right. you know, for me, golf has kind of been that, that, that competitive side of, of like, it, it brings the competitive side out of me. So I think it's something for me that's fun to try to perfect, but... We all know that you can't really perfect this game. <laughs> yeah. Um, so it, it's just, you know, every little tip or every little small thing that I can pick up on to make myself a better golfer, to compete with whoever I want to compete with, I, I think that's that's just what I love the most. That's
1: the word, compete, because you're an ingrained competitor because of what you do. So how much does it drive you nuts that you were perfect at what you did for your craft and uh, not be able to come out here and do that? Yeah, but
6: it's also something i spent my whole life doing. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, you know, when I walked out on the pool deck, I wasn't nervous because I was prepared. Right. You know, I, I've done all the back work. I've worked on all, you know. Know, fine-tune those small things that end up making a huge difference so you know it's 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 the same exact thing though I mean if, it, if I spend I guess you know the 10,000 hour rule you know if I'm not here for over <laughs> right. 10,000 hours you know like probably I'm going to feel more comfortable and more confident behind the ball so I mean it's it's really practice and it's it's anything in life whether it's swimming whether it's in the pool or excuse me whether it's in the pool whether yeah. it's on the golf course whether it's in an office building yeah you know, like, like right we all have to do like we, we all have to prep the same exact way right so if you want to put more time in it then you're probably going to get better, so it, it's it's a trade-off. But you know, I mean, this is this is something that keeps me coming back and being being able to have a good shot there, halfway decent shot there, uh, and a couple good shots out here, are going to make me want to come back tomorrow and play. How many times have you uh, been immersed with the local
1: drink and beverage while playing in the pro am? I mean, because you can't. It's like being in a day club. It's like I being mean, in Vegas.
6: I, I, I need all the help I can get just to make contact. Swing so, lubrication. Yeah, so mean, for, it. Me, for me, it's it's honestly, I, I have to remember like three or four key things, and then that's all I think about the whole entire round. And a Moscow um, Mule is not one of them. No, that is not one of them. No Best way, part of your golf, golf game? Um, honestly, I think my wedge game is pretty good. Uh, wedge and, and uh, short irons. Um, I mean, I, I'm getting more, I guess, more confident behind an iron shot. Uh, it, my, my biggest struggle is the driver. It's the funnest club to hit, yeah, but, but. I, I I tend to spray it a, a touch, and that's not really what you want. So uh, <laughs> trying to contain it to uh, a little shorter miss is what I'm trying to do. But like I said, it's, it's really just practice. Funniest story, first time he was
3: here. yeah, I saw him on 10 when you're talking about this is a great atmosphere to have a little cocktail.
6: Walking up 10, and I see you coming on the fairway. You're like, hey, man, can you go grab me a drink? At that point, man, we, uh, the wheels were falling off. I needed something to try to calm myself down. So it was uh, that year was nice to have one, and, and uh, you know, hopefully we finish well the last two holes. How are you keeping yourself busy nowadays? Uh, traveling a ton, working yep. a bunch of the foundation, some sponsors I still have, um, but really trying to destigmatize the mental health, like, yep. like that whole thing. I mean, because there are so many people that really do struggle with it, yep. and, and it is so hard to come out and open to talk about yep. it. Um, it's something I struggled with for a long time. I've gone through half a dozen pretty major uh, depression spells and um, it's something that's that's always going to be there. So for me, I I just have to prepare myself for the next one and and try to sharpen up the tools and you know, getting out, talking about it. I I, I honestly truly think we've broken through the barrier and and I'm I'm so happy to see whether it's other athletes or celebrities opening up and talking about their struggles because it really shows that they're a human being. I think that's something that we all need to see. You know, like, yes, we are talented at certain things, but we're humans just like everybody else and we go through the same up and ups and downs as everybody else. And and if we can help each other one day at a time, the world's gonna become a better place.
3: And that's what it's all about. Of saying, look, I go through the same thing that you go through. I just happen to do something that puts me in the spotlight, right. but it doesn't make me a different right. human right. than yeah. you. And
6: that's and that's like I always say, like, I don't wanna be a zoo animal. You know, like I don't wanna feel like a zoo animal. I wanna feel like a human. Yeah. You know, and, and just treat me like that. You know, I, I'm going to be a lot nicer to you if you treat me like a human. <laughs> uh, but if you just kind of, like, you know, I think that's the biggest thing is when people, like, run up and they, like, shove a camera in your face. Or Let's take you know, a picture. They, yeah, they like, hold up. You know, like, you just have to respect people. And yeah. I think that's the biggest thing. And, and, and if we can do that, it's really easy to make this world a better place. Well,
1: thank you for everything hey, you do for that. It, bro. Hey, bro. And there's Love nothing. you, homie. Love you, bro. Michael, there's nothing that makes you
3: feel more human than playing golf. Oh, of course. <laughs>
6: you of course. can be a superhuman. Of course, and man.
3: We're, se- we're human beings, but yet when we stand next to each other, we look like the number 10. You do. <laughs> Long
1: and lean and low and round. Go hit your shot, Michael. Go to Three All right, take yeah. So we know that the Waste Management Open can be very daunting, which is why we really, really wanted to catch up with first time waste management Phoenix Open contestant Cameron Champ. Cameron Champ, first time waste management Phoenix Open. Discuss.
8: Yeah, this is uh, this is a new experience for me. Uh, a lot more people here uh, than a usual PJ Tour event, but it's just a fun a- a- atmosphere to play in. Um, I, ha- I have my family here this week, so um, it-, it should be a good time. Now, as you're walking through that 15th tunnel
3: up onto that 16th tee box, it's only Wednesday. They got the as you can probably hear in the background, there's music jamming, the DJ and stuff. Did you already have walkout music picked? I have not yet. I didn't even know we were even allowed to. See, now, if you were going to, what song would be your walk-up song?
5: Ooh. <laughs> uh,
3: and while you think about it, how bad did the butterflies start kicking up just on Wednesday walking up to that team box to the Coliseum?
8: Yeah, I mean, there were a little bit of butterflies. I mean, it's just fun nerves, though. I mean, yeah. it's just, you know, like you said, this is a fun atmosphere to play in. Um, and if I had a walk-up song, I'd probably go a little old school, a little um, – uh, I, I think it's Ain't Hard to Tell. Or, or eight hard to love by Nas. Okay, word. Yeah, yeah so. that's a good one. Phil's walk-up song was Eminem. Lose yourself. Oh, yep.
5: When,
1: <laughs> when you when you come around to a tournament like this for the first time and see the fan engagement, how do you react to seeing how this place embraces this tournament?
8: Well, it's amazing. I mean, it just it just shows what the game can do and how it just brings people together and um, just to have a good time. So. Uh, like you said, for all of us, it's, it's, it's different than most events, but we, I think we, we all embrace it and, um, we're all good to the fans and you know, i sign as much as I can, especially today. But obviously once the tournament starts, it's a different story. You gotta but, go to work. But yeah, but you know, I'm, I've kind of always been that way and I, and I know a lot of guys out here are too. All right, what, let me
1: ask you this. When you get to the 16th, cause I'm, I'm from have been in this tournament forever and there are two types of golfers that embrace the crowd and get it going and some that try to pretend it's not there. How will you approach it?
8: Um, I mean, me, I'm probably going to hit my shot. If I hit a good one, I'll, I'll get the crowd going. But if not, I'm just going to kind of walk to my bag and just slightly put my club back in the bag. So. Excuse me, everyone, while I go
3: ahead and finish this. Piece. Yeah. Please don't boo me too, too hard. Yeah. It's my first time. What's the most fun stuff you've seen in a pro-am so far? Have you seen any, like, absolutely crazy swings?
8: Or has anybody, like, thrown a temper tantrum? Here? Or just in general? In general. Because here is going to be crazy. Oh, yeah. I mean, I've had a few guys that just – uh, I mean, one gentleman, he took it way too seriously. I mean, he was getting mad, missing four-footers, and uh, he would hit a drive. I mean, every hole. And, and at the time, we were playing with a nice uh, nice man, executive too of a company, and he's, you know, cursing, throwing F-bombs, throwing clubs. And we're just sitting there with my caddy, and it's like, trying not to laugh because he's right there. I don't want him to see me laughing, but it's so hard not to.
1: Hey, we know you got to go, Cameron. Yeah. We appreciate yeah, your man. time, hey, good Thank luck, luck this at some week, point. Right? We're going to sit down by. and do a
3: long podcast no. with you, so we can talk yes, life and fun, man. Oh yeah, That sounds good. It was great. Have fun this week. Yeah, enjoy the week. It. That's the most important. And stay thing. away from the clubs. Oh yeah. And just <laughs> so everybody knows, Cameron's shoe game is on point, oh, though. Those right. Nikes. Oh yeah. They're... I'm gonna have to get a picture of those and put those on social media because they're banging. Oh yeah. Because yeah, yeah. you want a free pair. Sh- so. All right. it's true. What you hate, with like. Okay, so if they just send them to me, and then what I are you ask going you, to send? I ask you. This is what he does. He does stuff like that, and then I get a free pair of sneakers, and he's like, what's up? How come you Yo, didn't get me? Always <laughs> couldn't get any. Always <laughs>
1: like that. Cameron, thank you. No, Good looking appreciate out. It.
3: Appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you very much. Well, you know John Smoltz, who had a great conversation and just won down at the LPGA event. Well, his teammate, Greg Maddox, another guy, fan of the podcast, and now a guy who's been on the podcast. Greg Maddox, walk me
10: through the 16th hole. Well, uh, you know, it's a cool shot. <laughs> I like the yardage. And uh, tee it up, get ready to hit it, pick my line. Then they start introducing you. Like, <laughs> All right, <we'll> quit soon. <laughs> I felt like I got iced a little bit, but uh, right. Uh, it's like a batter backing out of the box. It was cool, you know. Didn't hit a good shot, but not a terrible shot. So, That's okay, uh, though. You know, I could have got up and down from there. <laughs> you, you've won Cy Youngs. You've been in World Series. The nerves. I mean, are there nerves when you walk oh, up they there? They hit you. They hit yeah. you a little bit, you know. So you know, you just do what you do. You know, <laughs> try to take it back slow and hit it soft. How's your golf game overall? You know what? It's getting better. I can finally say after about the last two months, last week or two, it's starting to get a little bit better. So, uh, uh, I enjoy playing. I have fun playing. Obviously, I want to play good, but I want to have fun when I play, and I'm doing that every time I tee it up. Now, what? we were down at the Diamond Resorts yeah. together. Yeah. What was it like seeing Smoltsy win that you event? You know what? That was cool. Yeah. That was cool. Because I remember, uh, back in the day, back in the 90s, when, uh, Jordan and all those guys were playing at Tahoe, we'd sit in the clubhouse and watch it, and, you know, Smoltsy <laughs> would start, you know, talking about I'm gonna win this thing, you know. And to see him go out there and win, it was pretty cool.
1: But that whole staff, you and Smoltz—I mean, you guys loved golf. What was that like back in the day, Glavin? With you guys playing golf together,
10: you know, it was fun. You know, we uh, we had a lot of time to kill before games, and you know, no better place than you know, playing the nicest courses around the country. It was uh, pretty special.
3: What was the best score that you've ever had, and what's your proudest win against those two guys? Oh.
10: Well, Smolty used to best ball us, so we'd beat him up pretty good <laughs> back in the day. But, uh, uh, Probably made him better, though. That's that's exactly what he said. He goes, "I want to put pressure on my golf game. It's the only way to get better." So, uh, uh, you know, we gladly took his money, and he got better. So was, <laughs> everybody was happy. Best, what's your best score ever? Uh, ever, uh, I had a sixty-eight. Ooh. a couple times. You know, I backed it up with an 81, though. But you know. That's cool. <laughs> That's the beauty day. of it. Okay, I love you again. <laughs>
3: hey, we know you got to go hit your shot. I know. At some point, we're going to do a long podcast right. together because right. we got to talk about some it. of the other fun hobbies that we All also right. share. All right. Thanks, go Craig, play thanks, well. Guys. Thanks, Appreciate great. you. All right, perhaps my favorite, like,
1: people that don't belong in the same pairing together, just <laughs> get ready for Lemiliano Grio <laughs> and Richard Dent. Break down my man Richard Dent's
11: game. Oh, man, what are you going (laughs) to do I don't have enough time. (laughs) He he needs to work a little bit on his game, but he can hit it far. That's for sure. He can hit it far, right? He can lift people pretty easy. That's for sure. Here's the thing.
3: I saw at the LPGA event down in Orlando, down at the Diamond Resorts, my man had like a two-hour chipping lesson. So, his <laughs> short game should be on point right now. I haven't seen yeah. him around the green. We're, we haven't
12: yet. Uh, We've haven't been reaching the green today, see? So, oh, yeah. so, you
3: don't even need to worry about the chipping game then. <laughs> Not today. Right,
12: right. You're so,
3: right uh, tell me, watching Emiliano play, what, what's your assessment of his game? What's that like?
12: Well, you know, he, he reminded me of Barry Sanders, right? He's got that low center of gravity, and he ex- fucking explode on that ball like, you know, <laughs> so amazing. Somebody just, that just, little shouldn't hey, hit it that far. Hey, well, that's what you think, but, you know.
1: Right. Emiliano, it, what if you had his size? Oh, I'll uh, – <laughs> I
12: think I'll be playing football in right <laughs> for sure he's, he's a quarterback now.
1: He's he could be. quarterback. Yes. yes. How yes. would both of you describe this scene? How would you describe
11: the scene at 16? That's pretty nice. I mean, just yeah. walking inside those stand and – you know, after after a year not being there, it gives you the chills. It's 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 pretty cool. Yeah,
12: it, it's you know you know in an environment where you got to be shh, and it's all what you want. Uh, it doesn't matter, man. I want you to get loud. Not even quiet it gets me nervous. Shit, let's make some noise. Right? right? Yeah. But but that's what You're used later to than like, oh, Of course, I'm used to it. But like you get hyped up, I end up pulling the ball. But you know, you got to control your emotions at the end of the day.
3: I was just going to ask though. You're used to the noise being around, but you're noise. playing a different sport. Do you still get the butterflies going on that? T with all them people? Butterflies? You not? I mean, that's part of the game.
12: You know, you're gonna have butterflies, but you just got to control them. What about you? How when you get up there?
1: And that that's a different tee box than any in golf.
11: Oh yeah, I mean I'd rather have it here. I, I honestly think <laughs> they should put music straightforward the whole Just time, the whole time. Because it's like it's way better that way when it's super loud than somebody just saying, and one guy just, yeah, <laughs>
12: tell me scream, you idiot. <laughs> you know, I mean, you're right. You got all that noise, so you already done filter them out. Because it's so all background. It's all background. But when you're quiet and you get that one sneeze and shit, yeah, that's what gets you, I'm sure. Yeah. So when
1: you're in this tournament, when you're done with 16 and now you're on the 17th tee box, you come off that adrenaline to this what, wh- how are you feeling coming out of there and here 16
11: is literally <laughs> 20 feet from yeah. 17 <laughs> feet I don't know here? you, I don't know, you know where you're staying there, <laughs> yeah. right there. Right, and you can't see what's going on so other than you're in the back train, you're, you're
5: <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
11: and people is are yelling on the other side so people are not looking at you I mean right. I, I'd rather play 16 and 17 feet <laughs> really 16 is easier all day because you don't, you don't never know what you're going to get on the back side. That's true. Wait, so you're telling me I'm on the 17th right now? Yeah. Oh, okay. I
3: didn't, See I didn't you know. Know. <laughs> you know. This is how much he's been drinking in the morning. Yeah, it's that obvious. tells you how it's it goes right, right, to right wait there. It's a for that, right? Now, and the other thing about the Pro-Am this week is because there's four amateurs, it's only nine holes. Only nine.
11: Do you yeah. like nine holes or are you okay with It's, it's a win-win for them, for us, for everybody. You, they get to play with two guys, get to know everybody a little bit better. We get to spend, you know. Quality time, those yeah. nine holes are quality time instead of 18 holes. Just then, yeah, he don't have to look at me for the next nine holes. <laughs> <laughs> all
1: right, so, Minnehanna, had he a right, up. open for you. Go right. 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 ahead, yeah, yeah.
3: Richard. I want you to break the swing. Yeah, okay, no, appreciate okay, you. Okay, right, let's going, let's check. Going, to, right, what you right, hitting here?
12: I think he's gonna, gonna hit a problem. you gonna drive, Yeah, You're hitting a soft draw, a little soft draw, a little soft fade. You got this, he's got to hit a soft fade. You got a little soft fade, he has
3: to hit a fade. On this, and he it's has to be a little, a little butter cut just off the bunker there on the right. straight, okay, oh,
12: straight, okay. Dead. Straight. okay. <laughs> dead straight. How are you gonna play it? That's straight. Okay. See, that's we, a that's right there. We don't we
3: going. only do that by accident. Right, straight.
12: Yeah, you, hit you that know. thing dead straight. Richard, we Day. We you can, we can say we say we just want to hit it, yeah, and find it. You, Make contact. Can, <laughs> you You'll be able to reach the green, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. I like that So three hundred yards up. So this year,
1: this year, play by play debut in golf. Here with your boy Emiliano.
12: Okay. okay. Sets the driver up. Yes.
1: Now the stance looks a little okay. bit open, open. Yeah. just a yeah. little bit open, yeah. but yeah. that's
12: look fine. And it's gone. There Look how smooth he's doing that. Wow. this look so easy. Look Spudded how smooth like he's doing it. <laughs> straight. Me up there too. Straight. It's perfect. That went pretty good. <laughs> You're good. No, it looked go. good. Yeah, it looked good. You don't need to hit a mulligan. You're good to go. Take care, hey, guys. Hey, we'll good looking out, as, yeah. as usual. All All right, we got you. All right.
3: Peace. Hit the green. One of our favorite guys who's been on the podcast before, playing with one of the unsung fun guys out on the PGA. Which tour. Which Great to hear and see with this guy. Yes. Guess what? On the podcast, he's fast. Kevin Na, and, of course, a fast guy in the NFL, Golden Tate. All right, I, I love, when I, what I love about Golden Tate is that the Nike grass
1: shoes were all all over social media, and my man rolls up with them today. Oh, you're
4: live right now. I'm just saying, yeah. I mean, those yeah. are special.
1: When did those come in?
4: I got them uh, yesterday, actually. Yeah. Nike uh, hooked me up and sent them out. Now that- so I figured, what a better time to wear them.
1: Now you're paired with Kevin Na today. Uh, talk about playing with each other in an event like this, especially something as pressure-packed
4: as 16th. You know, I wish I had a swing for sure. Uh, <laughs> but you know, Ke- Kevin's uh, shown a lot of love to us, the entire group. Uh, you can tell, just a solid, good dude. Uh, obviously, a great competitor. So, I'm definitely a fan of him. Is
2: he
3: reading a prompter? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for you to go into your
4: wallet. Oh, that
3: a, a hundred, so yeah. much, man. Tell me about his swing. This one right here. Mm-hmm. You, at some point, I hope he tells you how addicted to this game he is. He is and how, Yeah, He's big home. time. <laughs> and uh, looking at those shoes, looking at those shoes, I mean, oh, man.
2: Those shoes are pretty cool. I saw them on social media and the first time seeing it. There's some grass. It's like, it's like the semi-rough.
3: <laughs> right, first hey. cut. First cut. That's the first cut. Wow. How's his swing? His swing's
2: pretty good. He said he learned how to play. He he started playing golf cross-handed, and then went to conventional, and uh, it's pretty good. There's a couple things I could uh, you know, he can get help on, but uh, I would have quit a
3: stage job. <laughs> <laughs>
4: hey, I'm always looking to be coached.
3: Yeah. See. All right. Look, you hit your shot. We're gonna we're gonna call your right, shot. Right. Sit tight for a second, because then he can uh, call yours too. He can help us out. Now, how's, Gold, how's it? it been going today?
4: Oh, I've been having a blast. I'm having a blast. I love it. Is this My your first it's fir- your first one? First time.
1: What were your feelings walking from fifteen to sixteen? Don't kill someone. <laughs>
3: <laughs> when was the last time you had nerves like that walking through a tunnel going up onto a T into the
4: Coliseum? Delivering my first child.
3: <laughs> yeah, right? That's similar.
4: Yeah, I, I didn't think I was ready for that, and I, but I did it. I did it.
1: Now, I understand you had to take a red eye to
3: get here, right?
4: No, I, I, I just came from San Diego, so uh, okay. my wife's birthday was yesterday, so I had to take the late flight out to keep happy her
3: birthday. happy. Happy birthday. Hey, and great post on Instagram giving wifey that birthday shout-out. That's a smart move, bruh. Got to, got to. Especially if she's today. not ready to leave for a golf tournament. Right. Like, well, hey, yeah. Happy birthday. That's how you get a, re- we call it getting a release.
4: Yeah. You and, get a good release. And, and if we weren't expecting a kid soon, we'd probably be conceiving one yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> so, what's it like, Kevin, when
3: you see these, the amateurs and whatnot, when they uh-huh. gotta go through that tunnel? Oh, man. Cause what did you feel
2: the first time you went through? I mean, I get nervous and I do this for a living, right? And yeah. we get there, you get a little pumped up. Like, not, I don't get nervous today, but you know what I mean? During yes. the tournament. Week, yeah. I get a little pumped up, a little jitters going, but to see these guys, you know, get nervous and they oh they, some of these guys can't put him on t i've seen it before <laughs> but in the previous years i've seen one of my amateur partners made a hole in one on
5: 16 really yeah this it was the craziest those. thing and i'm an sure the
2: explosion of the crowd oh, that was there i mean he's got to remember that the rest of his a hole in one you remember it the rest of your life but yeah. to do it on that hole is amazing and I just asked, I just asked Golden, I said, hey, you nervous? He goes, hell
1: yeah, I'm nervous. <laughs> I mean, have you ever seen anything like that in golf? No. I mean, that's a, that's a I've, club. I
4: mean, I've heard about it. Yeah. I've been wanting to get here for a bunch of years and finally making it happen. But it's one thing to see it on TV, but to be a part of it. And it's only what Wednesday, right? <laughs> it's only Wednesday, <laughs> right? Bro, trust
3: me on Friday or Saturday. Little oh, man. You know what though, Lit. because you coming from, this isn't what you do for a job. No. So there, ha- there's a part of all of us, if we walk through that tunnel, there's a part of us that goes, this was not the right choice to decide to play in this thing yeah. oh, come in front on. of all these people. And then what?
4: after it's over. See, what hap- what happened was my, my swing was feeling good all week. <laughs> all week. All week. I was playing respectable golf. Not great golf, but respectable. And then I get here, and it's like my first time I'm touching a set of clubs. <laughs> I mean, it's embarrassing. It's flat out embarrassing. That's where the frustration comes yeah. in. yeah. But that's
3: also like, the addic- I know how to do this. Right. Right.
1: That's also the addiction because it keeps it coming yeah. back.
4: Yeah. And then as soon as I leave leave this course today, I'll probably be hitting it okay just because I won't be thinking about all this other stuff. And <laughs> you, know. you, gotta, you, you come back next year, you got a whole year to prepare. Yeah. Got, well, no, I, I, I got to prepare for my job. <laughs> There's another
2: job he's got to kind of yeah. do some workout stuff for. I'm going to pace a little better. Go, on, I know you got to go hit your shot, man. Good
1: yeah, just you. Hey, little Hey, congratulations on the upcoming baby. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you I know. Thank you, thank congratulations wife. on the yeah, new yeah, little one you. coming, too. No,
4: no Jordans
3: for you today? You always rock the Jordans.
1: Oh, off-brand. What happened, Caddy? Ouch.
4: Mike, oh, we happened? can talk about it later. Thank you.
3: You know a guy that knows a guy? You got
4: Holla at your boy! <laughs> my bad. Holla
1: at your boy! My
4: bad. My,
3: my bad. green shoes don't have yeah, nice we'll grass keep you looking, looking stuff. More <laughs> set. What's,
1: what's this tournament like for the tour? <laughs> oh, it's
3: awesome! All right, I, mean. I will. Hey, when are you? Uh, how long are you staying?
2: <laughs> I mean, all the guys, you know, they love this event. Um, you know, it's, it's a bit crazy, but this is great for golf. It, it's, oh. it makes it, it makes golf cool. It makes more golf exciting. And um, you know, it's once a year. I'd like to see it three or four times a year. Yeah, really? Yeah, I think I, I love this environment. I yeah, think it's fun. And it's, it's, it's different. You know, every week it's, it, you know, it's the same. But this is definitely different. You know, I've, I've had a lot of good success here. I've, I've been in contention a few times. I've had second, third, fourth, and a fifth. But it's, I think something about this place, you know, the atmosphere gets me you more embrace focus. It. it gets me pumped up and I'm excited to play well and I want to play well. And, um, just don't be playing against Phil on Sunday, and I did, because if you beat him, you're gonna probably lose an arm or a leg on the way out of here. Oh five, I I was in the final group with him, and I had a chance. I finished second that year. Yeah, and I felt like, well, he was there was no way I was gonna beat him that day. But I'm saying that if I if I did, if I felt like I was gonna lose an arm or a leg. <laughs>
3: let's let's It'd be you, a good time to sneak out. Let's have you critique Golden, tape, swing, golden. Tee, Golden T off on the. All 17. right, he's got the grip right, lined up good. Ooh, little block. He takes a rip at it though. Yeah, that was the anti left swing yeah. of the water.
2: Well he gets you know, his back a little short and if i would like to see him rotate a little more behind it so it helps him get come from the inside more, hit a little draw. Yeah. Because he gets short and he gets a little quick, and the club head comes a little out, and hits that little block cut. Yep. Throw that
3: little yeah. cast over the top yeah, yeah. a little bit. You know how it is. I do. Yeah. Being a short guy with a short <laughs> swing, I don't talk it's hard to get around his belly. <laughs> hey, good luck to you this week. Go ahead, Josh. I appreciate you coming in. Thank you. In. Have appreciate a blast, All right. All right. All guys. Take care, Kevin. All, All the best.
1: And I've ID'd this player, someone I believe is going to have a remarkable year this year, going to be in contention for majors, and was actually hanging around for a minute uh,
13: this weekend, Xander Shoffley.
1: Xander, describe the uh, 16th hole here at the Waste Management.
13: It, um, is, it is awesome. You know, I think everyone that signs up uh, to play in this tournament comes here for the 16th hole and and the atmosphere and vibe that it has you know uh not everyone on this hole is here to watch golf. Um, I'd actually, I would actually love to get a show of hands on 16 of who's there to watch golf, you know. Or who's even ever seen golf or, before. Correct, yeah. I mean, you could, you could spend the whole day there and not even watch a single <laughs> golf shot. You know, that's much fun these guys are having, so.
1: How many times in this tournament is this for you? This is my second time. Second time, yeah, all right. Yeah. So the first time around you walk into 16th, what was your, when you're walking through the tunnel, what were you thinking? I
13: mean, I played with Phil all four days. <sighs> oh, oh. And he birdied it all four days, I think. Yeah. Or three out of the four days. So oh, he wow. got this place pumping, you know. And he would stop stuff it in close, and then I would miss the green, get all the booze. So, you know, I, I told Phil, you're welcome, you know, get the crowd split, nice and divided for you. So, it was, you know, it was it was an awesome experience, though, and, you know, looking forward to doing a little better this year. Yeah, so second
1: time around, I mean, you're, you're, you're more
3: equipped for
13: it. I'm a seasoned veteran now. Yeah, <laughs> right. For 16. Every time helps, let me tell you. I was a little, you yes. get a little less
3: nervous every time. I was going to, that very first time, like that Thursday, walking through that tunnel, because you can hear the crowd how far away on the course
13: Oh man! I mean, you can hear it on the first tee box. Really? Pretty much. I mean, if someone makes a birdie or something, you can hear it from the range. You can hear it just from everywhere. Like the entire property, you can hear it. He's so f- sitting there eating breakfast, <laughs> someone birdie sixteen.
3: <laughs> so that first year for you, when you started hearing it, you were like,
13: "Ha! Oh, I don't. I better not eat too much. <laughs> Pretty much, you know, or just don't mess this up, kid. Right? Kind of what I was
3: thinking. Like when you walk in from that 15 green through that tunnel, what's going through your head that very first time you're
13: playing it? First time was just. Trying to look around, you know, just trying to see what everyone's doing. You know, everyone's drinking, everyone's yelling, people are trying to say some funny stuff, you know, get your attention. So, uh, you know, it's just, it's all in good fun. So right. I think it's awesome. Young
1: guy on tour, how would, I mean, this, this, to me, this tournament's good for golf in that it promotes the fun of the game. As a young guy on tour, how do you look at this?
13: Yeah, like you said, you know, it definitely promotes the game, and I, mean, I think anything to give golf more attention, even if it's you know <laughs> having a bunch of drunk guys hanging around, hang, hanging around the property, uh, I, I'm I'm cool for it. You know what I mean? I'm game. I mean, it's. Probably not every tournament, every year. You know, <laughs> I, can't, I can't. It's like the U.S. <laughs> Open, right? I can't imagine playing a major, you know, or at the Masters, you know, something like this, or even the players, <laughs> right? You know, but right. you know, every once in a while, I think it's a good way to sort of boost, uh, boost the crowd and, and get everyone going a little bit more. It's just
3: something different. Do you notice when you, with the amateurs, how much different and jacked
13: up they get just playing that hole oh, compared sure. to the rest of? Yeah, my the guys in my group already, you know, stuck his hand out and. It was, shaking quite a bit. Wow, really? man. Like, come on. It's only Wednesday, man. <laughs> so.
3: And you ain't playing for no money or nothing, right? So what if they boo you? They ain't never going to see you again. That's right. Do whatever you want to do. Now, you got any plans? <laughs> have you ever given stuff to the crowd?
13: I have not. They forced me to put a Rivers jersey on there, you oh, know, okay. being a San Diego guy. Yeah. I, I do I do like Flo Rivers a lot, and, you know, it was, it was an easy jersey to put on, but yes. I, haven't, I haven't thrown – I'm trying to think. can't think of anything that – I could throw out quite yet, you know. That's good. There's Sobriety chips. Throw
1: those out. No, no one wants it. Charcoal pills,
13: maybe.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> hey, Xander, we go appreciate you. You got to go hit. Thanks go so let this hey, look, Look, at some point, uh, we're
3: going to get you on the full pod. Okay. okay. We'll sit down and have We'll have a lot of fun. Someday. There. All Som- right. No, not some- <laughs> sometime this year.
1: Thanks, boys. Good looking take out, care, man. man. Yep. But, man, I mean, what? how much fun was that with those guys? It was great, right? It was yeah. so much fun.
3: That was so good. That was – I'm telling you, that, at the best part – is now knowing someone like Phil's going to come on and do the podcast, so we'll be able to really sit down and have a really good, long conversation with him yep. about life and just fun stuff. I loved hearing that social media stuff. Kevin Na was impressive. Uh, that, and right? Cameron Champ being honest about how nervous he was. Color me surprised most at Kevin Na. Because he's got that
1: reputation of being a little different, a little runs a little hot. Yep. There was that story about him back in the day in Sports Illustrated about mentally how he just couldn't conquer these demons with
3: golf. At and the, remember at, at the TBC Sawgrass yeah. when he would actually swing and step away and then apologize? Sorry, guys. Yeah. Sorry, guys. Yeah, so like, he, I was talk stunned Talk about a guy who him. battled demons. Now, can, can, I'm not gonna, Maddox, we didn't even get to talk to him about scuba diving, which – is one of my things, so I love, yeah. We have, there's a there's a uh, lot of
1: meat left on the bone, but for yes, those guys to those, play those along those with great us,
3: teas. yeah, for those, those guys to spend
1: some time with us over there in the 17th tee box uh, was a great thrill. Now, I will leave it at this with you. I'm not going to say anything more other than this. Am I allowed to bring up the Wednesday night dinner? Yeah because I don't see why not. <laughs> Some of the stories yeah. that went down on the Wednesday night dinner, correct, that we
3: had. <laughs> Here's mean. the best part. <laughs> you had a red eye flight to catch. I did. And you were like, I don't know if I should come to dinner, if I should really go. And I was like, dude, you got to yeah. You're going. You need yeah. And then Watching you have a conversation about swing theory Because you, when it comes to your golf swing, you geek out I do You like? You I go, like knowing every yeah, man. degree and degree You creating. go David Ledbetter You yeah. got 37 different points in the swing What should I be thinking right here? Nothing What are you talking about? Right, which is why I'm a head case Which was great that you actually got to sit down And like listen to First, your eyes Listening to two pros talk about the swing Yep and then when you turned and started talking to Ollie about, and you were asking him, and then he Ollie he got into it. I, I, yeah, it was Ollie Schneiderjans um, was there listening to Tony Finau's story. Yeah. Was... I mean,
1: let, let's just give the roster real quick. It was Maddie and Academy at the dinner table, our boy yep. Kelly James, his dad, yep. and his dad's friend, Finau, Ollie Schneiderjans, Bo Hostler. Yep. And and then Jason Crocrack showed yeah. up later. Oh, Kowcak, yeah. Co-crack By the way, up Maddie later. and the caddy dinner karma Kowcak went off. Yeah. Ollie was in contention. Finau didn't make the cut. I felt bad about that. And Hostler had a nice little run. It wasn't too bad at all. Yeah. man. Yeah, we got some, we got good karma. But yeah, I was listening to Ollie was giving me this like swing. Was almost a lesson. <laughs> it was. But we, what did you say about when those guys are talking? um Mechanics of a golf swing. What does that do for that? So
3: what happens, the reason that these guys all played, Ollie especially, the reason that he played so well, he's going through some serious swing changes, Yeah. but he was talking about the basics with you, and when guys talk about that right before they play, almost to a man, guarantee it, they play great golf because they are ingraining in their head the basics again. So, so now that they're talking, he's verbalizing, they're, they're verbalizing it to yeah. you to to get you to kind of where they are to start. But then that builds such a solid base with these dudes yep. that they go out and they subconsciously, I think, remember those conversations and light it up. Yeah, we had a good time with them. Yeah, the female stories were Bo great. Bo was hilarious. Bo
1: Hostler makes me laugh out loud now every time I see him because some of the stories he was telling. It was
3: it was great. It was we had a good time, man. It yeah.
1: was, I, and I was I I, I did a DraftKings team just on the dudes we went to dinner with.
5: <laughs>
1: and that's Ricky, a great idea, and Ricky. So it was the dudes, the five dudes we went to dinner with.
3: You probably did okay. I, I want someone's the only one Fino that makes the cut, but otherwise, yeah, it, if now makes the cut, you're up there maybe making some cash. All right, that's it for this week. <laughs> Plenty of stuff to
1: still discuss for the caddy, Michael Collins. I am the Maddie. We appreciate the download, subscription, rate us, like us, love us. We'll talk to you next time
0: for listening to Maddie and the Caddy. Check out more great ESPN podcasts in the ESPN app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Maddie and the Caddy.